0: Welcome to our crazy, what we call the halftime show. Yeah, the halftime show. (laughs) Halftime show here at the convention. Um, This is pretty meta because, you know, this is an (laughs) online virtual convention, and I've done conventions, like, all over the world. Uh, I've been publishing, and I've had over 20 books published on retro video games, Uh, so, like... It's insane because Steve and I were literally doing the first day prep at a normal convention yesterday here, virtually. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty crazy. Um, Bizarre. It's cool. Yeah. Man. So, I'm Jeffrey Wittenhagen. Um, I run a publishing company called Hagen's Alley, pun intended, all my wife's credit. Um, Hagen's Alley okay. Books. Um, and I do all types of retro gaming books I've done, the complete NES, the complete SNES, um, hidden gaming gems, the just released Switch Collector Volume 1, uh, with a crazy slipcase, um, done the complete Virtual Boy, yeah I did over 100 pages on the Virtual Boy, um, some crazy stuff, um, and also, this crazy character next to me uh, with the Friday the 13th, uh, the Easy Way Strategy Guide, which I have a, a demo uh, cover of that we QAQC'd. Um, it's
1: also up over here, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. so, <laughs> He's <laughs> using laser pointers. We were having lightsaber battles yesterday uh, yeah. with the, <laughs> the two laser pointers. <laughs> I don't even know how to do a laser pointer. I think you said it was, F- it was two? Two. Yeah, it's two. There we go. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Like now finished. we're doing it live on a panel. Yeah. Professional. Um, Amazing. <laughs> Pretty sure the so, last nerd um, like that. this summer, well. I did. There we go. <laughs> um, I did what's called the Hagen's Alley Summer Sale, which basically I have four of my previous releases: uh, the complete SNES and definitive and Pocket Edition. It's like a thousand pages of books as well as my NES Oddities and the Homebrew Revolution, as well as the Nintendo Compendium. All four books are 50% off in my store, as well as here at the convention, I announced a new Nintendo Homebrew. So it's a NES game that plays a lot like Ninja Gaiden called The Tower of Turmoil. So it's pretty cool, Uh, really crazy, brand new homebrew game. They're all available at HagensAlley.com, as well as you can pre-order Steve's Friday 13th book, my Switch collector, that's right down below. Um, There's tons and tons of stuff available. Some stuff's in limited quantities, like the NES game, limited quantities. Uh, but i've been publishing for a while released lots of games and glad to have steve on board uh writing also for Hagen's alley go ahead steve
1: yeah uh my name is steve or 8-bit steve um i am a speedrunner slash high score enthusiast um so i have about 25 uh, video game world records and a lot of different retro stuff Um, I've done some YouTube stuff, some, some live streaming and, uh, same as Jeff, I've traveled all across the world doing live shows for, uh, how to beat hard video games, basically. Um, and so that culminated in writing a book about it. So, uh, one of the hardest games that, uh, people always come up to me at shows here in Michigan or across the world, everyone has that one game that they're like, uh, I tell them I'm a speedrunner and I tell them what games I have records in and they'll come up to me and say, hey, have you ever beaten Battletoads or have you ever beaten Ghosts and Goblins or Friday the 13th or Ninja Gaiden or whatever the game that troubled them as a kid, right? So Friday the 13th was definitely at the top of the list for games that uh, people have never beaten before. Um, so I've developed a system to beat hard video games that I've been using at live shows for years. And then I've now ported that system into a book form. So it's the most comprehensive uh, guide to complete hard video games that's available anywhere, at least for retro stuff. And um, it's also designed from uh, the layman's perspective, so the casual perspective. It's not designed from an elite perspective. So no matter what level, you, even if you've never played the game before, no matter what your our level is, uh, even if you've never played NES before, you'll be able to take this guide and play through the game uh, easily, very easily, the easy way, actually. Um, I've had people with learning disabilities. I've given them this book, and they've been able to play through the game. I've given it to eight-year-old children. I've given it to older people, all, all gamuts of, of styles, and they were able to complete the, the game. So that's what this book series is about, and it's going to we're going to make many more books, but right now we're working on Friday the 13th. We already have it funded on Kickstarter, and you can pre-order the book today in our booth and here. Um, so that's what I do, and that's what I do for Jeff, and we're working on a lot of other projects together as well. It's a it's a pretty good pair-up. You're going to show off the Switch Switchbook?
0: Um, so what I wanted to talk about was, basically, so we're making crazy physical things in a digital age. Like, we're literally on a digital convention right now. <laughs> like... Um, but we're making physical items. So the key is is that, you know, I tried to go through the traditional publishing route, and it wasn't the juice wasn't worth the squeeze to me when myself growing up in said digital age, like I can do it myself and have control over the imagery. Like if I want to include Nintendo, Uh, characters I can through fair use and not have to go through a publisher who's going to change things to their vision not my vision as the author so I decided to incorporate because things went viral um, when I did my complete NES book and I had the Garbage Pail Kids artists do the art and all that craziness and what I wanted to do though is do things that you can't just do if you went to like Amazon and created your book on their page or something So, like, what I do is, like, Steve and I, Steve knows, we use the industry standard called InDesign. But we can do whatever we want. So if we want to have things with art on the side covers where we want it red so it resembles, like, the Nintendo Switch, we can. If we want bookmark ribbons, like, this book has two bookmark ribbons so you can mark your spot and be able to flip through and flip in, you can. We do whatever we want when it comes to different spreads... I mean, we can just go in and do any kind of game spreads we want. Like, this covers the physical and the digital games released for the Nintendo Switch just during year one. And it's 312 pages. Uh, The book's crazy. Uh, We print on the inside of the covers with art. Uh, Usually, fan artists from around the community we reach out to for permission. Uh, We also mirrored and made it look like a Nintendo Switch case with it. Like, our design work, everything um we do it's what we want to do as authors so when steve's doing the easy way friday 13th like he's coming with me but he's literally making it in his own vision like i'll give him my own like hipster artist like comments but if he wants to go a certain route like he goes the certain route and then what we're doing is we're putting a shine on everything to make sure everybody gets hardcover high quality items So, it's the weird thing being, you know, publishing physical in a digital age. Um, A lot of people that are overseas don't realize how much it costs. Like, this is like a four to five pound book. And so, how much it costs to ship internationally. So So, like people are like, well, why does it cost the same price as the book to ship to me in Australia? And I'm like, well, because... We're doing physical things. If you want to get the digital copy, because we do make everything available digitally as well for people, they can absolutely go that route. And so, like, but we're literally, like, stuck in the 80s and the 90s, which is perfect, um, doing our thing. And this is going to be the same size, quality that Steve's book's going to have. Just page count will vary depending on the content of the book. Uh, this is my twentieth release, <laughs> so I have a lot of books out there, um, and some are in stock. Some are part of the sale that I mentioned at the beginning of the uh, of the uh, panel here. But like in the end, we are completely supported and funded through customers and backers on Kickstarter or customers in the store. And so, like, it is a like a knit tight knit community and a really cool thing. Anything to add to that, Steve?
1: Yeah. So I, I pitched um, when I had the Easy Way book. I didn't have a publisher, and I was going to self-publish it. And uh, same thing that he's talking about. So as far as retro video game books are concerned, there isn't the Hagen's Alley is the highest quality retro video game book that you can buy anywhere. And it's not just the physical quality of the book, which is the highest, the best quality covers with the best ink saturation, the best color matching, the best paper stocks. The, 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 the little extras with the ribbons and the uh, the top printing stuff, all the bells and whistles of, of a book that you can get are all there, but it's also the inside, the design of it. Since Jeff has over a decade of design work with these books, um, he was able to take my vision from my demo version and transform it or help me transform it into something that looks immensely better um, than what I originally was able to produce. Like I see, I sent him, this is the actual demo that I sent him before I signed with the publishing company. I, pr- I self-printed that book, um, as you can see there. Um, the one that we're producing is hundred, that's an 80-page demo. The one that we've produced for the Kickstarter is 126 pages, much larger. Um, a lot more information is included. It's a hardcover. Um, the graphics are all upgraded, high-def high graphics. Yeah, <laughs> there's a pic- another picture of me. Um, yeah so um if you're if you're into retro video games or video games in general because Jeff does do switch for modern and we're trying to branch out into other consoles and other books um there is there is no higher quality book produced anywhere, and I know that because i I shopped around to all the all the the publishers and then again Jeff is really uh, a publisher that he he really cares about the quality of your stuff, like as far as the passion of it and the coolness factor of it. So he allows the me, the creative writer, to kind of make whatever I want and um, keep my my vision for what it's supposed to be without you know bureaucracy. I would say for some of the other publishers. So um, that's why I sign with Hagen's. It's really great. It's, I've been there for a while now. We haven't been able to do anything because of COVID, but um, if you're if you're into Friday the Thirteenth and you want to learn how to beat the game easy and show off to your friends, you should definitely get the book. Uh, one other thing that I want to add is, uh, it's not just the book, the stuff that Hagen's does. We do a lot of uh, cool things that come inside the Kickstarter tiers. So we usually release on Kickstarters, like um, like
0: uh, buttons. Like this right here, Nintendo Switch yep. uh, Arcade. You actually put the Nintendo Switch into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he does cool stuff like that. Like I said, we, uh, buttons we make, uh, magnets, Um, Holographic stickers, these are limited edition holographic stickers that say you beat Friday the 13th. Um, We also get access to really great artists. Like he was saying, he has the Garbage Pail Kids artist on his original book. My artwork actually comes from Mickey Ivy. Um, She's a Disney sculptor. And so she did this exclusive artwork for me. And she also created um, these custom molded Jason Voorhees mask pins that we sold in the Kickstarter um these you can't get these anywhere else so a lot of custom items um perler beads these are giant perler beads arts of the graphics and stuff so we have all of that stuff for sale in the booth and it comes in our kickstarter so it's not just the books it's all a whole bunch of really cool things that come with the two that made it really fun for me um to create additional things
0: in the end like i started this as a hobbyist just because i like video games um I'm writing books on other topics, too. Like, lots of other things. Um, just my, my passion is... I mean, video games is what I have on tattoos. Um, I do like scary movies. I like other stuff, too. Um, anime, cartoons, everything. So, like, don't just think that I'm just doing video games. It's just that's my my main passion. And keeping things fun and a hobby is really the key. Um, you know, I mean, like, I'm working a full time job on top of doing this I just work on stuff for fun on the, on the weekends and put out ridiculously high quality books that uh, a lot of people um, are having trouble keeping up with the, uh, the standard that like Steve and I are setting here
1: yeah, don't just take his word for it. I mean, honestly, like I said, I shopped all the I shopped all the retro video game book uh, publishers, and uh, there just isn't anyone producing higher quality stuff. The the format that my book finished in when it eventually gets shipped out, it's not shipped yet, uh, is incredibly high, way higher than I thought it was ever going to be. We really transformed it and took it to a really cool place. Um, I uh, I think that is all really I wanted to say. If you if you like retro video games or video game stuff in general, definitely go to Hagansalley.com. Uh, there's tons of sales on books going on right now. Uh, Jeff also has his own NES game that he produced called Jeffrey Witten Hagen's Black Box Challenge. That's on sale there. He just debuted today uh, a brand new NES game um, called Tower of Turmoil. It's exclusive to Hagans Alley, so the only way you can get this NES game in a physical cartridge complete in box that game there is through Hagen's Alley. It was released today for Virtual NerdCon. You can buy it in the booth. Um, so lots of cool stuff going on and we're working on additional projects going forward. I have other books uh, that are outside of the easy way and many, many cool things coming. We've had a lot of free time because of COVID to uh, to come up with new things and work on things. But um, I guess uh, if Jeff Stone's got anything else, we'll open up the questions after that and then I'll, I'll show you the easy way and play through Friday the 13th for you guys.
0: Yes, so um, with the games, just FYI, I do them in very limited quantity because it's tough to order Nintendo boards and things in bulk, so just be cognizant, the sale, the games in the sale are, you know, pretty limited, um, but yeah, let's go ahead and open it up to uh, questions.
1: Yeah, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and raise your hands, um, and that way everyone's not talking at once. What's up, Rich?
0: Anybody? If not, let's uh, get you starting to play Friday the 13th.
1: For sure, yeah. So um, like I said, this is a very difficult video game. Um, Most people think it's impossible to play. There's tons of YouTube videos out there, including Angry Video Game Nerd uh, bashing the game's difficulty. Uh, It's notoriously difficult. Uh, I'm going to play through it in about 10 minutes. Um, One thing to note is that you're not going to be able to hear the game sound. Uh, be, just because of the way Virtual NerdCon works. But, uh, so I'm going to have to do commentary. Yeah, he's going to commentate, and I'll give you some notes. Um, where's that? I hear a little bit of that. But um, oh, Hold on one second. Um, go ahead, Jeff.
0: Yeah, so to put things into perspective, as the audio is shorting. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, I actually did commentary for the Classic Tetris World Championships. Uh, for the finals back in the day. So, the Boom Tetris for Jeff memes started <laughs> with me. I did the Peacement Places. Like, I, I was the guy who said that. So, um, that's what I did back in the day. Now the classic Tetris World Championships finals are on the ESPN. Uh, the year that I did it, because of the viralness, it went up to like 8 million views or something ridiculous. And... Like <laughs> stuff's wild, so yeah. <laughs> I can't promise that this will be serious commentary. Just, just. Has and,
1: anyone in here ever played Friday the Thirteenth on the NES? Anybody?
0: I'm gonna lightsaber. Jeff show. has. <laughs> I have. Yeah, lightsaber you in the face. So, yeah. Has go.
1: anyone has anyone ever seen the game or heard of the game before? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Wow, that's new. Um, sit down then. <laughs> Uh, let me let me click You're it over. You're about
0: to get a introduction into eight bit Nintendo and how amazing the graphics are.
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 high it's high Check definitely. out that Jason
0: mask. <laughs> so okay, basically, so- everything is done eight bit pixels. They can only use three colors on a certain area of the screen at once and then a fourth like background color on the Nintendo Entertainment System so things are very limited but unlike the original like second generation of games where you had the Atari 2600 on the NES you started to see developers start to inherently get artistic with their layouts you'll see some in some games you'll see some kind of scrolling a little bit of movement um, but as you can see though even on this map screen right here, um, that you know, the colors are, are pretty limited per section.
1: Absolutely. Um, so this is Camp Crystal Lake map. Um, the game actually has an in-game map, which is really cool. There are six counselors that you can choose from, and each one of them has a different skill set. But basically, to go to beat the game easily, you need to have Chrissy or Mark. They're the ones that are, have the best stats. The other ones are basically expendable, and we're going to be killing them later. Um, so I'm going to start with Chrissy here.
0: Sacrificial lamb.
1: Yes, uh, this, this screen is actually wrong, <laughs> but yeah. um, so the first thing that you're going to want to do when you play Friday the 13th is you're going to want to collect a lighter, and the lighter spawns basically by killing a certain number of zombies, and that number is different per counselor, three but it's usually between, between three and five. So
0: Yeah, so it's Got- interesting, it's counterintuitive to video games where it's like, no, you want to kill your counselors um, in order to make yeah. progress. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of killing. It's a Friday the 13th game, so if anyone's familiar with the movie franchise, there's going to be a lot of death going on. Um, And it actually helps us beat the game easier. The game has a series of notes that you can see here, and they're located in strategic positions. Um, You can trigger a chain of these notes that help you spawn a really powerful item very early in the game it's called the torch and uh, this method is called the quick torch method that allows me to get this really powerful torch very fast um and pretty easily and here's the second note here
0: Jeez. see so like Fire. back in the day when you would sit there and like rent a nintendo game because back in the day you know there was no digital so you would have to like go to the store like the um like, for me, the grocery store, and rent Friday the 13th or something, and you wouldn't even have a manual, let alone any way to play the game, so you're just wandering around this countryside. When he's (laughs) pressing left, sometimes it goes right on the map. Like, that's just how it works in Friday the 13th. So, the fact is, is that, like, Steve's part of, as you mentioned, the speed running community, and they've literally combed over every inch of the game to... Manipulate and learn every single piece of this game to know where all the pieces are at
1: So right now, I'm just um, this is not part of the easy way. I'm just doing a little safe stuff um, for myself Um, Exploring around the camp a little bit with Chrissy, but I'm staying around uh, this area here Let me get back into this area here is where you want to be. So something to note um, and why this method works is because uh, the speedrunners have mapped out Jason's pattern. Okay, they know We know where he's going to spawn and how he's going to move around this map. So Jason will always, these are the cabins where children are, where Jason will attack them. He will always enter that area from this side, the west side. And he'll always exit it from this side. And we're going to use that information to basically ambush Jason here and here uh, when he's attacking these children. Um, But before we do that, we have to power up our counselors and do a couple other things. Um, So that's what I'm doing right now is I'm just powering up Chrissy. Um, And once I get Chrissy powered up, um, we'll be able to fight Jason for the first time. And you have to kill Jason on three different days. Um, So right now we're on day one. It's crazy. It's
0: like back in the day, I didn't even know you could power up your counselors. (laughs) I mean, that's the stuff I've learned with, with Steve's book that he's writing is like, there are pieces to this game where if you didn't know it and you're just playing an NES game, Like you wouldn't even know, oh, you can you can power them up and make them stronger and actually give yourself an advantage in the game. Whereas like all the reviewers on YouTube just don't quite understand, most of them, don't quite understand the, you know, the nuances behind the game.
1: Yeah, there there isn't anyone in the world who knows more about this game than me, um, including the world record holder, which I know personally. The um, I, I've... I've gone through every single possible thing that you can do in this game and included it in the book. It's the most comprehensive source in the world. OK, so now that we have Chrissy powered up, we're going we're gonna to hide her away in this cabin here. This is called the safe house cabin. Or um, Jason won't attack this cabin. It's the blinking one right here. This one right here. Jason won't attack this cabin. This blinking cabin means that Jason is actually attacking the children. And we know, like I said earlier, that Jason will exit after attacking the children on this side of the lake. So we're gonna ambush him here. But before we do that, we're gonna trigger a sort of unknown thing about this game. Um, And that is, whenever you encounter Jason, um, if Jason has more than seven health, he will run away from you after he takes uh, seven hits. Um, or uh, if you have two or more counselors, he will run away. So what we're going to do is we're going to kill all the other counselors that are not Chrissy. Uh, What that will do is it will force Jason to fight us to the death uh, in an area that we want to fight him in, as opposed to inside a cabin, which is much, much harder to do. So bye, Paul. Thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, Chrissy is stored away in the safe cabin, so now we're going to kill Mark. Just like in Friday the 13th, all the counselors have to be dead, and there's one counselor left alive that ends up taking out Jason, um, with the exception of, I think, Friday the 13th Part 2, when there were two left.
0: I do notice that your children timer goes back up to 60 seconds when the counselor dies.
1: Yes, that is called the timer reset glitch. And what that does is if Jason is attacking a cabin, it'll count on from 60 seconds. And um, the longer you allow Jason to stay inside that cabin, the more damage the children or that counselor will take, and eventually he'll just kill them. But if you kill a counselor, uh, a different counselor, like see he's taking the children here, Oops. and I kill another counselor like, the, like uh, Debbie here, it'll reset that timer to 60, and it'll essentially lock Jason inside that cabin uh, permanently until you uh, let the timer run out or you go fight him, which is exactly what we want to do. So right now we're just keeping Jason on the lake there where we know where he is so we can go fight him later after we kill all these counselors. Oh, Debbie died too soon. Debbie all right, does so die. We only have one left. Laura. Let's get rid of Laura. And as you can see, these counselors all move at different speeds and they have different attack uh, speeds and stuff. But we're only concerned with Chrissy because she has the torch. <sighs> I Most call this of the time the you spend is method. killing them all, right? Zombie fondle, yeah, that's what takes the most time. All right, so we have one counselor left. We know where Jason is. We have Chrissy powered up with the torch. So now what we're going to do, we are going to ambush Jason, which I believe is this one. So we're going to go on the uh, west side of the lake here. And I'm not jumping here specifically because uh, the only way to spawn items in this game is to jump. And so, I don't want to spawn a knife, because a knife is less powerful than a torch. So if I accidentally, if I jump, and I can, I, I can accidentally spawn a knife, collect it, and then despawn my torch that I, use, that I have, I don't want that. So I'm going to be killing all these zombies without jumping. I never want to jump ever again with Chrissy. This is where Jason will be. It's going to take Jason a little bit to get back over here, but he will eventually come here. Um, he's going to travel all around the camp looking for counselors to kill, but there aren't any to kill. So, he'll come back here and try to fight the children off. So, while we're waiting here and I'm killing zombies, Jeff, take it away.
0: So, I mean, basically, what you're doing right now is just manipulating the AI pattern for Jason, and he's going to. Well,
1: I wouldn't say I'm manipulating up. it. I just I know what it is. Um, yeah. So, Manipulate. I know where he's going to be, and um, I've eliminated all the other possibilities of where Jason could be.
0: Okay. Sounds like he's coming. So
1: I know that he will come here on the west side of the lake. Trust me, he will come. It takes him about a minute to go around the lake, a minute and a half. Um, but I'll just keep killing these zombies here. Love, love, and when Jason does come, it'll, it'll be very – yeah, there's no, there's no experience. Jason will die very quickly once Jason comes here.
0: So what's interesting is the, um, the box art, so everybody talks about the Jason being purple and blue – it's actually, um, since Nintendo games are made in Japan, um, when they made Jason's the artwork, you can see his color right there, there's actually a promo art for Friday the 13th Part 3 that has it, a purple hue to it. And that's literally where it comes from.
1: Okay, so we ambushed him outside of the lake there, and he is now dead.
0: You've already for killed the him.
1: the first time. But we have to kill him on day two because he's alive and even stronger than before. Now something interesting is going to happen here. As you can see, the children alarm went off. He went right into the children's cabins, and I know exactly where he's going to be, which is on the other side of those cabins.
0: Spawn that knife. Don't get it. Okay, so we're going there.
1: We don't ever want to fight Jason inside of a cabin. That's part of the easy way method. Fighting him inside a cabin is immensely difficult. Day one is not so bad, but day two uh, ramps up pretty quickly. And day three is near impossible. It's one of the hardest things that you could ever do on an NES game is try to fight Jason inside a cabin on day three. Um, I've only been able to do it a couple times and uh, I've played through it thousands of times. Um, Very few people on the earth can actually kill him in the cabin on day three, but luckily for you and if you get my book, you won't ever have to do that. And you can beat this game effortlessly like I'm doing now. So as soon as this children alarm ends, Jason will come out here to escape, and we will ambush him again.
0: So, Steve, not only do you have to kill five teenage counselors, you also have to sacrifice children to beat Jason Easy. Yes. Sacrificing children, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is the
1: only instance of a Friday the 13th uh, product where children are killed. They're, they're, They're never killed in any of the movies, so it's a pretty interesting fact that in this game they allow Jason to kill children. That's day two. Pretty easy, like I said. Just stand still and hit him with the torch over and over and over again. You
0: still haven't defeated him, though, Steve. I still haven't, no so I have
1: one more day. So now we're back on the path. We have no idea where Jason went, except for I do. I know where There he is.
0: Jason just came right out and wants to kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. And... Pretty easy. So that's a very rare pattern. You guys get to see something very rare. It's a very rare pattern where Jason spawns up in the top right cabin. Uh, traditionally, what you would do is just go wait on the uh, west side of the lake again for him to come around. But that was a little
0: quicker. That's literally uh, the that's, game, though. The game that yeah. most people cannot beat, he just beat here live on the panel.
1: <laughs> yeah, first try. Um, and if you're, if you're watching this, you can do this, too. It's very easy to do. I explain it in excruciating detail, the most comprehensive detail in the book. But that is Friday the 13th, everyone. Let's go back to the overlay here. Boom. That is the book. And um, I'm going to be doing that for a lot of hard video games. I want to focus on very notoriously difficult video games, whether that's uh, mostly NES is my area. So Battletoads, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, um, whatever, Lion King, whatever is difficult. That's what I will be focusing on. Um, that's it. Any any questions, comments, concerns? Um, anyone want to tell me um, so, I suck?
0: I'm going to talk a bit <laughs> about some books, and then if anybody has any questions, raise a hand and Steve will let me know. Um, so, like Steve's doing the Easy Way books, so we have guides, right? Um, some of the stuff that's for sale, which I have for sale for like two books for $30, which is insane because usually it's $60. Um, I have the NES Oddities and the Homebrew Revolution. So, literally, um, there's, you know, NES books out there, Nintendo Entertainment System books. Well, my Oddities book covers all the brand new aftermarket games that are coming out all the time. Because there's brand new Nintendo games released, hundreds of them. As well as Famicom Japanese games that people don't really know about because we didn't have them in our area. And they weren't region free. So... Like, literally, I went through and played them all, all, like, 3,000 Famicom games, and I picked out, like, the best of the best, and I highlight them all with perfect, like, the cartridges are different colors, and so I have all the cartridges in the book. And it's a 500-page book with, like, the Nintendo World Championships and a bunch of the different rarities for the NES. So that's one of those books that's on sale right now, 500 pages. And then I have a Nintendo Compendium, which I have, that also has... um interviews with developers of video games and stories with those like like if steve was around back then he would have done stories on his favorite nintendo games and things like that and it's literally the history our history growing up with the system instead of from like a um developer's perspective so it's a different look a different optic for games um, and then my Super Nintendo book that's up, it's 630 pages for the definitive edition. Every Super Nintendo game, all regions, uh, aftermarket, collectibles, insanity. It's, it's a giant beast of a book. Um, and then I have a pocket edition that I put with that, which you can actually fit in your pocket. That is has um, all of the U.S. versions so you can carry it around to conventions um, or game stores or whatever. So you don't have to have an app if you're collecting for like certain systems, and the plan is to go all the systems eventually. Um, and I started, you know, the Switch Collector, not part of the sale, but it's a brand new book, Switch Collector, I'm going and doing a Switchopedia, so I'm writing a little bit more about them, having fun with it, but I'm going year by year or volume by volume, because I'm working on year two of the Nintendo Switch, and it's substantially larger than year one, so it's gonna be about seven to 800 pages for year two, and so I sp- I'm splitting that into two volumes. Uh, we have a question,
1: see for, for Jeff's book, um, the packages that he have are basically twenty five percent because you're getting two giant books for thirty dollars, like a thousand pages of books for thirty bucks. It's crazy. Um, my guide itself is only twenty dollars, um, so you can buy that pretty cheaply, and it's a hundred twenty six paid hardcover high gloss book. Full color maps, full every single item, every single character, every single enemy, um, every single area explained in depth by me, an expert of this game. So uh, if you want to support us and what we do, please go to the shop and, and buy some, buy some cool books. Um,
0: com is the site. Um, and the ones that are in the sale I've had around for about four or five years, so the books <laughs> have been around for a while, so usually takes.:
1: Does anybody out. have any questions for us?
0: Otherwise, I think we're wrapping it up, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Anybody? Emily Kane, Captain Eddie, Jonathan. I went to a school with a girl named Courtney, Courtney Gagnon, or, uh, and I had a teacher in elementary school that had the last name of uh, Gannon, Gagnon. I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but yeah, same same spelling for sure. Alex, anyone? All right, any questions?
0: Um, All right, it's so, up. so we'll be around hanging out. Um my family was kind of taunting me cuz I saw them out there swimming in the pool, so I might jump in there real quick. <laughs> so go jump in whoosh, jump in the I'll pool. I'll be in the booth. So um but yeah, we'll be over in the booth today and I'm going to be working on some book stuff while we're uh while we're working. Um switch me a playcast. I got to edit some audio, but I mean I will be I'll be in the game room hanging out and um, this is the game room. I'm, all my game collections in front of me. Um, but I'll be hanging out tonight. Uh, look forward to chatting with y'all. See
1: you guys in the booth. Thanks for hanging out and watching.